0: Welcome to Table for One with your hosts, Beth Howdyshell. This is the thing, is that I can make anything fun. Alyssa Bell. Just remember, I can make anything fun, because I'm Beth! Hannah Ingram. <laughs> and also, I be beat. <laughs> I am available. <laughs> and Rachel Mischel.
1: Are you a fruit? Because, honey, do you know how fine you look right now?
2: I don't get
0: it. Honeydew. Honeydew. Oh!
2: <laughs> I thought it was going to go to honeydew, and then I like didn't put them together, and you said it out loud. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, honey's not a fruit, and I don't put it on my fruit, cause, ew. <laughs> oh my god!
1: <laughs>
0: so, turns out, When one of your hosts moves away, it's difficult to coordinate recording times, so you're not really going to hear much of Alyssa on this episode, and she's the healthy one, so we don't have a salad for you today either, but we hope you enjoy the meal anyway, and listen up for where Alyssa jumps in.
2: For our
1: appetizer... I wanted to read a little article to you guys. And it is seven psychotic pieces of relationship advice from Cosmo.
2: i that many. Yeah.
1: Okay. So it goes from seven to one. Is so,
0: seven the worst and one's the best?
1: Um, I don't really know.
0: <laughs> or is it the psychotic? All so like one is the most psychotic. They're, they're
1: <laughs> just all bad. All bad. And then it goes on to say what you can do do to get revenge for these things
2: basically sounds healthy yeah
1: so yeah um it's like how to get back at him articles is what they call it he shares the details of his day therefore he must be hiding something resist the urge to break up with him until the day of his big meeting then give him a sharpie mustache
2: right before his alarm goes off Cosmo, they're presenting these as ridiculous things that people no. think, right? But they called it psychotic, so that means when people are taking things wrong. No no no. The this called this it psychotic. person
1: says it's psychotic, but this is legit advice from Cosmo.
2: Oh, it wasn't a joke article in Cosmo. No, I don't think so, no. If he
1: swallows while talking, he's lying. Because normal human beings don't swallow at
2: all, right? I haven't swallowed in seven years.
0: Is this is the last time you lied? <laughs> Apparently. <laughs>
2: The revenge piece
1: is serve up x brownies to give him plenty of time to sit and think about what he's done. <laughs> yeah, isn't I can
2: see great? what these are about labeled psychotic. Yeah,
1: isn't it great? If he starts grooming himself, he's cheating. John was
2: wearing a button-up last night.
1: He was, and I did cut his hair, so therefore he must be cheating on I me. Mean, I think it's... Because you cut his hair. Yeah. Okay, this one is like horrible. It says, Dust the insides of his freshly washed boxers with hot chili powder. (laughs)
2: Like, that is
1: so horrible! (laughs) If he's overprotective of his gadgets, he's hiding something. Oh, this one was terrible. Okay. Donate his 60 inch plasma to charity. Are
2: you talking like blood plasma or?
1: I think TV.
2: everything?
1: Cosmo (laughs) basically says everything he's doing, he's cheating. That's, that's what I'm getting from this. So if he's happy, he's cheating. Yeah, that makes complete sense. So then it says invite your friends. If he's happy, you're gonna do this, right? So invite your friends to a backyard barn fire
0: Bon- barn fire? Barn
1: fire! Yeah, a barn fire. Or you could do a bonfire, which is actually what it is, using his clothes and prized sports equipment as kindling. If he's happy, that's all the indication you need. <laughs> wow. If his friends don't talk to you, he doesn't love you. All of these things are so ridiculously dumb. <laughs> guess we will move into our meat and potatoes now. Today we're going to talk a little bit about relationship advice. So me and my fiancé were kind of brainstorming ideas and then he was like, oh, it would be really good to go over like bad relationship advice stuff that you've heard or stuff. So it's just his idea, not mine. I'm a terrible human being and I just stole his ideas.
0: At least you give him credit.
1: Yeah. So... Before I was in a relationship, I was asked to give like a crap ton of relationship advice. I don't know why I've never been in a relationship before this, but everyone would be like, Rachel, come help me with this problem. How does this boy like me? What does this thing that he's doing say about me? Blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, I don't know any of this stuff. Why are you asking me? So... That being said, I think that I've honestly given more relationship advice being single than I have when I'm in a relationship. But that's just me, so here's a couple questions for y'all. What is the
2: worst piece of relationship advice you have ever heard or received? Okay, definitely one of the worst pieces of advice I've gotten was from Rachel, who, I don't know why, told me that I should kiss someone Defend advice for absolutely no reason. She was kidding, but it was still (laughs) really bad advice. All of
1: this is a joke, but also true things I have said.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, Rachel has probably given us all the worst uh, relationship advice, mostly, hopefully, joking. I've received advice to stay the night at particular men's houses, which is not a good idea. And that's, like, multiple times from Rachel. Well, you haven't listened to her yet.
2: Exactly.
1: I have not. Maybe it works <laughs> for me. Just 100% joking. Never stayed the <clears> night. <throat> but he stayed the night here. He did, but it was on a separate floor. And there was a snowstorm. <laughs>
0: and we sewed him up in that bag from the Patriot.
1: Yeah,
2: exactly. <laughs> After I stained his teeth with ink. <laughs> okay, let's see. Other actual bad relationship advice of get heard or received... I mean, I feel like a real one that you hear is that you need to live with the person, which totally makes sense, but also doesn't. <laughs> yeah. Dum 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 dum. Idea. Yeah, I get the idea, but due to beliefs and morals, that will never be an option.
0: More than just like believing in a system that prohibits it, I think like it's actually it's actually bad advice. Because while I see the line of thinking of trying something like, try before you buy, or whatever, I I actually think that it does damage to the relationship. And that's why it's prohibited by God. Like, it's not just, oh, don't do that. I think there's actual, like, bad consequences of doing that. For instance, they've done studies, and if you live with someone before you get married, and then you get married, the divorce rate is much higher. Mm.
2: Yeah. This wasn't relationship advice, but I think this is maybe the stupidest advice someone told me. One time I was at a gas station and I started to drive off. Were you
1: trying to be like your parents?
2: Yeah, my parents been at a gas station now. Still still on the lookout every time I go pump gas. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And I started to drive off with like the handle still in my gas tank. (laughs) And and so nothing happened. That right there is bad advice. Don't drive off. Yeah, don't do it. So I like put it back, and the guy's like, "Uh, you need to go home and take a, get a drink." And I was like, "How in the world would that help anything? If I'm already like having that sort of day where I drive off and forget things, adding a drink to it is not going to help the situation." <laughs> I think you should have <laughs> taken that advice. And it just blew my mind. It's like, why would you tell someone who you don't even know is twenty one, go home and get a drink? You could have used that as a great
1: pickup line, where you're like, "Well, why don't you come join me?" Why don't you buy
0: me a drink? Exactly. <laughs> hey, 50-year-old man. <laughs> there was hey. some more bad, bad advice from Rachel.
1: <laughs> oh, legit bad advice that I have heard, I mean, sometimes it's a joke, but sometimes not, is, like, if they're older, then they have money, therefore you should, like,
0: date them. I actually kind of feel like I, any legitimate... Attempt at relationship advice that I've gotten has been pretty good. It's not. Maybe it's because of where I seek that advice. It's not like from Cosmo. Uh, It's like from people I I think are wise. Cosmo is totally wise, (laughs) but I don't know (laughs) (laughs) why.
1: I think other. It doesn't necessarily have to be bad, but a lot of people are like, yeah, just like always say yes to going on a date with someone or like just say yes to
2: whatever. That's basically. No, that's a good question. Like, how do you feel about that? Like, do you always hmm. give someone a shot if you don't know them well enough that you're already like, this wouldn't work. But if there's just not an initial attraction, should you say yes? Just.
0: I would just say like uh, at my age and stage in life, if I have not already, if there's not already a reason to say no. I feel like why not say yes. What if they're a murderer? If you know that they're would... a murderer, that would be a reason to say no. Would it though? Yes. You could get some interesting stories there. Yes, but you could also get murdered. Which might be an interesting story for everyone else, but not for you. <laughs> I
2: was just going to say, someone have some really intense jury duty.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, Hannah! Hannah was on a jury this last week and a half.
1: Uh, moving along, do you guys feel like, I guess when you've like asked for relationship advice, or people have just like freely given it, do you think that It's easier taken or received better when you get it from someone who's in a relationship or from someone who's single.
0: Can I ask you a question right back? Yeah. Along the same vein. So now, since you gave a lot of relationship advice as a single person and now you're in a relationship, has that changed your perspective on relationship advice? For you, do you now go... Like, do you now see people who are single as less legitimate relationship advice givers? Or do you seek advice from one or the other more than you would have before?
1: No, I don't think at all. I think that sometimes, honestly, relationship advice is given better from single people because they're not talking from, like, a biased standpoint. That being said, it depends on what advice I'm asking for example, there's some things that I'm like, okay, well, how do I, like, handle this particular situation or argument that could be more helpful asking from someone who's in a relationship, but then there's other things that I'm like, okay, well, like, hey, how do you think that I can better be friends with someone, or how do you think, like, I can love this person more, or does that make sense?
2: Yeah, I'd say for me, the person it's coming from matters more than their relationship status. And like, I'll take relationship advice from anybody any day just because it's like fun to see what different people say. And I found that I've very rarely gotten bad advice, like I couldn't really think of any and whether or not their advice is good really depends on their experiences and how it applies to your specific situation so most people will have something valid to say, it just isn't always applicable in different situations, it only applied in their scenario but it's always fun to hear.
0: Yeah, I'd agree not having been in a romantic relationship but having had lots of friendships and like have dated a little bit like I feel like it. it depends entirely upon whether you feel like the person you're asking understands your situation. So it could be, and I think a lot of times we then automatically go, well, you don't know because you're single or because of your relationship status versus I imagine, Rachel, if you have questions that are fairly specific to marriage, you're not necessarily (laughs) going to ask someone who's single who's never been married because they may just not have that experience and not, and you could theorize with them or whatever, but you know that they're not going to be able to, and they probably know that they can't answer your question. But you could go to somebody who... well, for instance, like I think of some married people I know who, if they got married much younger, I sometimes feel like they don't know my single situation because they were married by the time they were X age, whatever. So talking about relationship advice in a different stage of life is harder for me with them. But then there's people who got married much later And I feel like they understand my situation better, so it's easier to ask them about those kinds of things. So I think it has more to do with, does this person understand where I'm coming from or not, regardless of what their relationship status is. So,
1: what is the funniest piece of relationship advice you have given or been asked? So, in the sense of, like, what is, like, the silliest thing that you've ever heard someone ask for advice about in a relationship. So like the
0: question, not the answer. More like... Yeah. More the question.
2: I think my favorite is when people are trying to respond to a specific text.
0: Like those <laughs> are always funny ones
2: too. They're like, what should I say? Does this sound okay? And it's just really... It's normally a funny situation even if it's kind of like a serious text and they're trying to figure out what to do. Just cause it's so dramatic. But, like,
0: (laughs) you want to help them. And it's kind of a new phenomenon, too, right? Because, whatever, six years ago, that wasn't necessarily, like, a, a huge mode of, like, serious conversation. And so, like, if you were having a serious conversation, you were, like, on the phone in the other room, or you were talking to them in person. Now the, like, back and forth text happens more often, and so there's a lot of, like, how do I answer this? that happens that didn't really happen as much before. You
2: get like your posse together and you all stand around and debate the exact rating and then send it.
0: Yeah, that doesn't happen at all. (laughs) No. (laughs) Guys, do you do this? Is this a guy thing or is it just a girl thing? Because girls definitely all do this. I agree. We want to hear from our guys. Does this happen with you or just girls? (laughs) Jesse? John? I was thinking, yeah, kind of the same thing
1: along the lines of, like, texting, but a lot of times it's, like, just, how do I respond to this, or, like, what do I do in this situation? And I think, uh, haha, especially if I do this, which ne- isn't necessarily relationship advice, but, like, what do I wear to this event or thing that we're doing? Like, literally, I think when... It took us, like, at least a half an hour to pick out my outfit for our first date. Maybe, like, an hour. It was ridiculous now looking back on it. And Mm. I still sometimes do the same thing.
2: But the muddy terrain was a conundrum. Yeah. What shoes do you wear? What
1: shoes do I wear? Yeah. So, I think that when you're thinking about, like, being in a relationship with someone or, like... Just when you're in a relationship or just, like, potentially liking someone, you're always, like, on edge more about, like, what to do or what to say or things like that. So I think it's always funny (laughs) when people ask your advice then. But a lot of people have asked me, like, do you think this person likes me or... Speaking in a hypothetical situation, if they don't ask me out by then, should I ask them out? If so, how do I do that? What do I do? How, how do I, like, make it not so I'm, like, being super forward? Or, like, how should I ask this girl out? And it's really funny to me to hear all of, like, their ideas
2: about doing it. This isn't really a related question, but you were asking like, how do I know if they like me? What is like the best or the worst like signs that someone has told you like, oh, they definitely like you or or not? You know how people are like, oh, they like you. They like talked to you last night. What have you gotten that seemed accurate? And what have people told you that's like that's bogus? Like I just think they're human and they just speak like a human. <laughs>
0: If he's happy? (laughs) He's cheating. What about- what about if he stares at you?
1: (laughs) I think that kind of depends because you can be one of those people who, like, stare out in space, but if you, like, notice that it's directly at you, at John, um, (laughs) then it's kind of creepy, but oopsies.
0: John, she just said you were creepy.
1: It's okay, he already knows that I thought that was creepy.
0: It is kind of creepy, John. Sorry, but it didn't. It didn't ruin it for you. So I mean, I guess I don't know what to say about that.
1: Maybe we should give bad advice right now and tell
2: all of the guys to just stare down the girls that they like.
0: It only works if it's Rachel. I don't know that it would work with me.
2: That is one of the things though, where people are like I think he likes you. He looked at you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's true. And sometimes
2: it's been accurate, and sometimes it has not. Yeah. Yeah. It kind of depends on the
1: person, too, because a lot of people are like, well, he's super friendly or, like, he smiles at you a lot or he's, like, goofing around with you a lot. I don't know. I think, uh, oh, one thing that people say a lot is, like, touch is a big indicator. So, especially for, like, the girls when they're, like, ah! think you're so funny and you're like "Ah aha and then you just like whack them on the shoulder or something sorry i just bashed you with my ring (laughs) she
0: did it was it was a little bit of like a punch to the knee with her engagement ring which is hefty yeah (laughs) i think there's gonna be a bruise oh my gosh (laughs) do we have any additional comments before i wrap it up i just seem to have a lot of questions for our listeners today I'm wondering, guys, what do you do? What are real signs for you that mean that you like a girl when you stare at them or you talk to them or you like touch them on the shoulder or whatever? What are the things that you do or that you notice your guy friends do when they like a girl versus when they are just friendly as people? Send us your answers at Table for One Pod! <laughs>
2: I can answer that from the movies. In the movies, if the guy likes someone, the girl asks them the question, and then they go, <laughs> <laughs> That was
1: terrifying. Yeah and his <laughs> face was so scary.
2: <laughs>
1: okay. So, do you guys have any advice for the listeners? It can be romantic relationship advice. It can be friendship relationship advice. What advice do you give as single bladies? The ladies? Bladies. Ladies? Single bladies. It's it's bodacious yeah. ladies. <laughs> <laughs> so do you guys have any advice for our listeners? Do you have any romantic relationship advice from all of the suitors that y'all been dating? I know there's many,
2: even though you pretend like you don't go on any dates. Yeah, someone did go on one, like, two weeks ago, and it wasn't me.
0: It was Rachel. Don't lie, you just went on a date last night.
2: I don't really go on that many dates
1: anymore, unless you count, like, dates for looking at houses or... That's a date. Talking about wedding crap. That's a date.
2: Yeah, no, I Guys like being engaged is anything.
1: really fun. Don't do it.
2: well there's some bad relationship advice (laughs) 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 straight from the rachel's mouth (laughs) okay actual advice that we want to pass on to our listeners yeah one thing that i have decided for me personally is that people will misinterpret you for being nice so rather than trying to like constantly uh be careful about how nice i am to people i've decided i'm just going to be me and then if they get confused and eventually approach me about it, that's totally fine, but rather than like holding back who I will, just like how I would naturally act, I just am not going to worry about like sending wrong messages as long as it's truly how I would interact with anybody. Without sending wrong text messages. That takes a little more effort.
0: So question. This is going to be a ridiculous like over here to- ask the question but like if you just went around and like kissed everyone because that's just who you were (sighs) like, (laughs) at what point do you feel like that gets legitimately confusing oh like (laughs) Um, definitely when you're kissing people (laughs) (laughs) but I mean is there is there a point where you feel like what you define as like this is just me being me could be crossing a line of confusion and and it's sort of on you to be to actually be careful. Yeah, like where should they be the lines around you? Because I know you're not gonna go around kissing everyone just being like, this is me, but like, where's that, where's that line? Mm,
2: I mean, I think it really depends on like, I don't know if this answers the question, but like your motivation. So if your purpose is just to like, care well about people and to be good friends to them, male or female, then however you can do that is fine. I can't think of like something that you would do that would inherently be across that line without being misinterpreted.
0: I guess the the misinterpretation is the is the side I'm I'm asking about like if for one of your friends spending x amount of individual time together for them they're like this is like I'm interested and this is going somewhere. But for you, you're just like well. I spend as much time as I can with people that I like. Where does it become your responsibility to at least communicate or to be careful of what your actions are communicating to that person? Does that make sense? Does that question makes sense. It's getting there. I mean, I
2: think you garner how you act. Is garner the right word? I don't know what you're saying. You you like modify how you act based on how you realize that other people respond. So like, there, there's one friend who's a girl, that I'll hug every time that I see her because that's how she wants to, like, be greeted. But most of my other girlfriends and my guy friends, I will only hug on very sporadic occasions. She's not talking about me. (laughs) (laughs) No, Rachel doesn't get as many hugs as she wants. (laughs) Um, So, I don't know, you you do do it based on, like, their personality because that's how you, like, in knowing them, care about them. And again, if they ever got to the point where there was confusion, then like things would have to change. But rather than like holding back who I was, I decided I wouldn't assume there's going to be confusion until it actually became apparent. Okay, that is trying to keep question. things simple rather than assuming they'll get complicated. Right, that's good clarification. Whew!
0: Blast. <laughs> Um, I just, I think this past, I don't know how long, but whatever, year or two or so, um, been thinking a lot about just, like, openness and honesty and, like, what that looks like appropriately, obviously, to a particular, like, relationship that you have with people. Like, you're not just gonna, whatever, say everything all the time, but leaning more into being open with the things that are yours, that are, you know, you can't just be open with everybody else's stuff, but um and and being honest and having hard conversations even like stupid hard conversations like there's like real deep hard conversations that I feel like a lot of people recognize as important but there's a lot of like smaller uncomfortable conversations that people avoid um that I think are actually important to have like how you load the dishwasher (laughs) (laughs) is that the kind of thing we're talking well I guess if when it's a point of contention yeah not like you have to talk about how you love the dishwasher all the time but if you're seeing that there's like a weird thing with that making sure you're like hey is this like a thing can we either agree that it doesn't matter or do it one way or talk about it instead of just letting it fester because i think a lot of the little things start to build up when you don't address them and become more than they are when you don't address them it seems like really basic and dumb and like obvious but i feel like so few people actually like address things when they come up they just go oh that's gonna go away in their brains or they hope that they're gonna go away because it's an uncomfortable conversation and I think that those are important conversations I don't always have them and I hate oh I hate having them but like I think they're important
2: I like honesty
1: honesty, and think- honesty is the worst policy <laughs>
0: <laughs> well she's the one getting married maybe we should listen to her <laughs> There's some bad advice from Rachel. (laughs) Straight from the Rachel's mouth. What about you, Rachel?
1: So, I think that you can take this relationship advice while you're in a relationship, but something that I wish I knew, like, before I was in a relationship, is just to, like, learn how to communicate your emotions. And I think that this can be helpful in friendship relationships as well as, like, romantic relationships. But that was something that was, like, really hard for me when we first started dating. ha! and still hard for me now. <laughs> Let's be honest. Um, but, yeah, that's just something that I wish that I had, like, practice more. Because it's not bad to talk about your emotions.
0: I feel like every time I talk about my emotions, it's just, like... Much. I either don't talk about my emotions, or I cry. But crying's okay, I did it once.
1: (laughs) She did! She cried when she was cutting the onion the other day! Legit tears! That doesn't count. LEGIT TEARS THOUGH!
2: (laughs) Yes. First time I ever saw Hannah cry. For real? I guess. Yeah. Because I've only cried two times cutting onions this year. Something about onions is really hitting me hard. (laughs)
0: Yeah, I think it's whatever that like acid stuff that comes up in the air is. That's
2: what's hitting you. In the day, I needed Alyssa to come save me in her black Prius instead of her white horse. Oh. <laughs> okay, I was like, why are you being so specific about the color? <laughs> me too, I was like, the dark horse. Guys, I wanted. I thought this would apply to one of the situations, but for some reason, the way we worded the questions didn't. But relationship advice for my mom or non-relationship advice for my mom. Anytime that I go somewhere and she knows that I'm going to interact with boys, she'll give me one of these three. She'll either say, "Don't talk to boys," "Don't hold hands with boys," or "Don't kiss boys." I'll just be like walking out the door, and she's like, "Bye, Hannah. Have fun. Don't kiss any boys." And I just think it's it's not serious at all. Well, I mean, she doesn't want me to just go around kissing boys, but like <laughs> it's just such a silly way. If my mom says goodbye.
0: It's <laughs> Probably good advice. Yeah. Oh, girl mm-hmm mm. <laughs> I think it's time for dessert because Hannah's already eating some. That's <laughs> true. And it's like 11 a.m. Yeah, it's after 11. That's what I ate for breakfast that looks so good. It's fun. All the dessert! <laughs> Listen, we had two potlucks this week. And so, yeah, so we did a Seder, because Easter, but this is going to come out after that, but anyhow. And then it was the end of our Bible study, and so we had, like, an end of Bible study potluck, but those were two days apart, which was very stressful on the trying to bring something. I copped out and just brought drinks to the second one, but both had some pretty good desserts. Do you want to talk about yours? Because you made it, and it was good. So I made, like, coconut
1: macaroon tarts which is just like a coconut shell, and then it had a chocolate ganache in it, and I put berries in the top, and there was shaved chocolate, and then... And a
0: piece of dark chocolate I, on top.
1: Yeah, there was a piece, it was actually like, well, I guess it was kind of dark chocolate. Anyways, yeah, there was a piece of dark chocolate on the top with shaved chocolate, and then I made homemade whipped cream to put on top of what it. What was
0: in that whipped cream? Because it was amazing. There
1: was also the shaved chocolate was oh, okay.
0: Yeah. It was really good. You know what I had for breakfast was something else that was brought as a dessert, so I'm going to count it. Crack cookies? No, uh, the donuts that Olivia made. They were like, they are like the dumb, you get the bisquick things and you just like put, punch out the middle and you fry both sides, but they were so good. She made like a glaze, and I brought two of them home.
2: <laughs> I was wondering where those came from. Beth, you really happy. Are you cheating on someone?
0: <laughs> yes. No. Um, We're going to put chili powder in your underpants. I don't wear boxers, so I think I'm safe. That's why
1: I said underpants.
0: <laughs> okay, also, at the second potluck, Heidi brought some really good chocolate cake. I had eaten mm. so much of the good food, I only like saw most of the dessert, and at the end I like stuffed down some dessert because they all looked very good, but I didn't have room to really eat my fill of that all that dessert.
2: Yeah, I'm going to break the rules because the thing I was most excited about and eat the most of was the empanadas mm.
0: that Nick and Caitlin made. I was just loving those. They were good. So I haven't really had any good desserts lately, but as I'm recording this, I'm eating a salad that I just made, which sounds super boring, but it took me like an hour because <laughs> it's a warm kale salad with crispy bacon vinaigrette and caramelized onions, and it's actually incredibly good. I haven't had really any good desserts lately, which is probably okay, except Rachel and Hannah were just here, and they brought me Annie's bunnies, like the gummy bunnies, and they know those are my Achilles heel. I don't know why they would do such a thing to me, but they're gone now, so that's out of the way,
2: and yep, I think that's it. I guess I kind of already talked about my... Oh, unless you had a different one you ate. Oh, that cheesecake you said. Oh
1: my gosh! Okay, I'm going to talk about this cheesecake for like five years because it was so amazing! Ha, 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 ha. Okay, so me and John went to the local eatery. It's in Laconia. You should go there because it's really good. Um, And so they had... Well, all of the desserts sounded delicious but um you're gonna yell at me but the cheesecake was a sangria cheesecake <gasps> i know john was like do you want to get the cheesecake and i was like you know it's like sangria right and he was like yeah let's get it anyways and i was like who are you and what have you done with my fiance anyways that's besides the point so this so is like
2: adam and eve except that John was the one to eat the cheesecake first.
1: Yeah, and then I came home and drank wine, so it was fine. (laughs) (laughs) So it was like a really fluffy cheesecake, and then it had like a lemon sauce on the plate, and then um, it was a nut crust. So it was, it sounds a little bit weird, but it was so good. Like I'm not even joking. I love the Cheesecake Factory, but this is by far the best cheesecake I've ever had. It was so good. And now my mouth is watering, literally thinking about <laughs> it. I am so not joking.
2: Wow. And on that note, awesome bye bye! Hasta la
1: bye, bye. I have to start that over. She
0: just swallowed. There. Oh, she does not have to start it over. She's lying. She probably got a text from John. <laughs> Go ahead, tell them all the bad relationship I feel like you've to told it. me to like sleep with people <laughs> or to spend the night at people's houses. That's more generally the terminology you use. Yeah, right?
1: I've never said to sleep with them. I just said like take their shoes off and sleep at their feet. <laughs> I think you said like that. Ruth and Boaz kind of situation. You've never said that. <laughs> if they're older, then they have money, therefore you should like date them? Jamie? Jamie?
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. yeah. What? <laughs> you said that? <laughs> or... No, people
1: told
0: me that when
2: that Oh. Since you're in a relationship, do you feel I am? Well, sometimes it's hard to tell. But. <laughs> <laughs> It's bodacious, ladies. Yeah, like bootylicious, ladies. I was gonna say
1: bootylicious, and then I decided that would get cut out. I'm not trying to be offensive at all, so I'm sorry if it came off like that. (laughs) Not offensive. Sorry. Is that
2: offensive? Should I reword that?
0: (laughs) No. Just talk.
2: I'm sorry, guys. But if you actually say something good, we listen. If it's just bad advice again, we'll just make fun of you. We'll add it to the list.